0: Brought your Bible, go with me, I think a good place, there's so many places we could start here, but um, let me just say, before before we go into any scriptures, let me just say, back in, uh, May, I believe it was May of this year, the Lord spoke to me about um, this time of transition that we've come into, and um, there's been much we've said about it, and uh, He spoke to me about one of the things that would be protection, can you hear me all right, sounds like it's strange in here tonight. Change, me, change it back to normal, brother Christian. You know what normal is. <laughs> but uh, if one of the things that would be protection for us in this time of transition, through this, walking through this door. How many of you know Paul said there's a there's great open door, but there's many adversaries? And he said, uh, uh, but, uh, but, but the Lord said to me, I mean. He said, one of the things that will be protection for you as you walk through this door is walking in unity and walking in love. Amen. 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 Walking through this door is walking in unity and walking in love. That's protection as you go through this door. Well, if you think about it, you know, the Bible says we're envying and strife is, there's confusion in every evil work. Yeah, that's right. So that's the opposite of walking in love. And that's basically saying envying and strife opens the door to the devil, opens the door to all these evil works. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, that's right? So, um, you know, we want to... Sometimes people... You know, they seem spiritual because they're always Satan, I bind you, take your hands off of me and so forth and so on. Well, um, uh, why is he always afflicting you like that? He's not that big and powerful. You know what I'm talking about? He's, he's, he's under your feet. There, and, and you can learn to keep all the doors closed to where he doesn't have that much opportunity to get to you like that. And so, I mean, there's different things to examine, of course, but one of the things to examine is walking in love. So we're going to talk about that tonight. We're going to do a checkup on our love walk. We're going to take love's temperature, see if it's running a little fever or if it's doing pretty good. (laughs) Amen. Praise the Lord. So. Um, let's go over to... Uh, let's start actually... Let's go to John chapter number 3. Or excuse me. John chapter number 13. So many verses here I could go to. John chapter 13 is the great... Jesus brings up the new commandment in the New Testament. And he didn't say it was an option or a suggestion. John thirteen thirty four. You say, Pastor, I don't know. I, I, I knew I shouldn't have come tonight. I had things I needed to do. You know, I... I just, I just, I just, I, I, just, I, I know all about what you're going to say. I know about it. I've, I've heard you preach about it. It's not the knowers, it's the doers. And if I can still find areas in my life, I'm still working on this. I don't, I don't think anybody else in this room has just totally arrived. You know, somebody said one time, you don't have any trouble with things you're not examining. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, until you really examine the Scriptures along, along a line, you think you're all that in a bag of chips, man. You're just, you are it. You are a humdinger. You know what I'm talking about? Until you start examining the Word and you're like, oh, yeah, well, I, could, I could work on that. And then you keep meditating and you're like, uh-oh. Yeah, I <laughs> So so let's do that tonight. Let's examine I'm not examining you, you're not examining me, we're examining ourselves. Examine ourselves in the light of the love walk. <laughs> we're doing better than we used to do, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. This side's not sure. How about this side over here? Doing better than we used to. But we can still be perfected in this. John thirteen thirty-four, Jesus said a new suggestion or this is, this is something you can think about. No. New commandment I give unto you. New commandment I give unto you, that you love one another as I have loved you. What? Wait, 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 wait. No, no, not as he loved us. I'm supposed to love people if they love me, right? You know, if they're nice to me, I'm nice to them. They cut me off in traffic. Well, then I just. No, love, love, we love as. In other words, our standard of love is not how other people love or how they love us or how they walk in love. Our standard is how he loved us. Well, pastor, you set the standard too high. Well, well, uh, congregation member, I didn't set it. Jesus is the one that said this. Yeah, I, he said, a commandment I give you that you love, that you love one another as I have loved you. Yeah. As I have loved. Well, the Bible says in Romans chapter 5 that he commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for the ungodly. Yeah. Yeah. We, were, we were repulsive to God. Yeah. Our sin yeah. was repulsive to God. Yeah. He can't look on sin. He hates sin. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not, not the sinner, but you know what I'm talking about. He hates the sin. And, and yet he... Loved us by if you look at uh, the, the first the gospel or excuse me the uh, epistle of first John, and then John's gospel, chapter number, uh, well, there's several places in John's gospel. but uh, the greatest manifestation of love was when Jesus went to the cross. Right. Yeah. That's, that's love. Yeah. that's love. When you see Jesus on the cross, you see love. Yeah. That's why John 3:16: God so loved the world that He gave his only God. That was love there, giving His Son, love there, uh, paying that price for us, while we were still sinners. God didn't wait for us to treat him right before He did us before He did us right. Somebody ha- in, in every issue of relationship, somebody has to start the love walk. Now, I'll just be honest with you, men, you're the head of the home. You're responsible to start it. Yes. Now, that doesn't mean that the wife's off the hook if, she, if he doesn't start <laughs> <Right>. it. Because <laughs> right. our standard is not how somebody treats us. Yes. 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 Right? We've already established that. It's how we, how, how we were loved, how God treated us. So, praise the Lord. Now, let's dig around in this a little bit. Would that be all right? Amen. So, this is the commandment. Somebody said a new commandment. Uh, uh, that, that how, how can I, because he said here, verse 34, uh, New Commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Somebody said, I can't love like God loves because I'm not God. Well, we all agree with the second part. <laughs> but you do have his divine nature. I'm talking about people that are born again. They have the divine nature. We were born of love. God is love. We were born of God. And we were born with his nature. How could you be born of God and have a different nature than God? So God, the Bible says over there in uh, 1 John chapter number 3, I believe. I don't know if I I wrote this one down. Um, I I wrote it down here somewhere. But uh, 1 John talks about the... uh, Passing from death unto life. We know we've passed from death unto life. 1 John 3, 14. We know we've passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. We talked about that this past Sunday. We love the brethren. In other words, when we received eternal life, I know this is all something we understand, but yet let's just start to start here, and we'll get into some things. When we received eternal life, we passed out of spiritual death—not not not our fleshly nature, but the spirit man on the inside—passed out of spiritual death into spiritual life. And then he said, "Because we know that's happened, because we love the brethren." Now, what he's saying is that life—the life of God, eternal life—is, in other words. Other words the Bible uses for it. Uh, That that is the nature of love. In other words, eternal life is the nature of God. God is love. And so since God is, since we were born of God and received uh, His nature, our nature is now love. So if that's true, we can love like God because we have His nature. Now not the flesh. Your flesh will still treat somebody just as bad as it did before you got saved. Right. Now, right now, today, it'll still do that if you let it. It'll still, your, your flesh will still, lack, still act like any old sinner on the planet if you let it. But that's what we're growing out of, letting it. Paul said, I keep my body under. The fleshly nature, uh, in the, still in the flesh, it's still selfish. It's still uh, hateful. It's still unforgiving. It's still hold offense. Right? But the new nature won't. The new nature is the nature of love. And whether we yield to that or not or yield to our flesh is up to our decision. Somebody said, they just make me so mad, I just fly off the handle. No, they can't make you do anything. You yielded to that. You chose that. No, I didn't choose it. They made me. Whoa! so they tackled you on the floor and made you get mad? No, no. We got to take responsibility for ourselves. So we're going to look at this a little bit, dig around in it a little bit, if you can handle it. Anybody ready up? Anybody up for it? So um, with that in mind, let's think about this. Uh, Go back to Romans chapter number eight. Praise God. Y'all still with me tonight? Romans 8, verse number 5 and 6, some of the verses God's been bringing me back to these verses in the last <clears throat> really couple of weeks, been just I've just been feeding on them and feeding them on them, they're just growing on the inside. Amen. These verses, uh, Romans 8, 5, really, really you can start in verse 4, it'll make a little more sense if you start in verse 4. Romans 8, 4, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk after the flesh, but, excuse me, walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. So, you and I as believers can walk after the flesh or after the Spirit. Look at verse number 5. For they that are after the flesh. Now, from verse 4, now you know what that means. They that walk after the flesh. Right? They that walk after the flesh, they mind the things of the flesh. They mind the things of the flesh. What does it mean to mind the things of the flesh? It means to have your attention on fleshly things. Or to have your, th- your, your thinking about yeah. the feelings of your flesh. Yeah. They're after the flesh. They mind the things of the flesh. So this is telling you one of the big issues. When, when people are walking in the flesh, it tells you one of the big problems or one of the reasons that they keep yielding to that flesh. That's where their mind is. That's where their attention is. Yeah. What their yeah. feelings feel like. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's we'll get into this a little yeah. bit more. But uh, uh, but he goes on, they that are after the flesh, they mind or their attention is on or their thinking or their thoughts are filled with the things of the flesh. But they that are after the spirit. Now, what does that mean? They that walk after the spirit, the things, in other words, their mind, they they mind the things of the spirit. Y'all getting this? For to be carnally minded, the word carnal is another word for fleshly. Another, another uh, English word just translated out of the same Greek word translated fleshly. To be fleshly minded or carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Yes. Now this is for grown-ups tonight. So if you're going to stay a thumbsucker thumb like Brother Dr. Dufresne used to talk about, then you won't like this. Yeah. But, yeah. But, cool. but, but if we're going to grow up, we're going to learn tonight how to live yes, sir. Yes. as mature Christians. Yes, sure. yes, that's yes. Right. Yeah. Say I'm, say I'm Coming to maturity. Poke your neighbor and say, I'm growing into maturity. Yes, I used to say this. I used to be a thumb sucker, but I don't suck my thumb anymore. (laughs) We're walking by faith here tonight. Praise the Lord. So, they that are after the flesh. Now, notice that to be carnally minded is death. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. Now, let's bring this into the love walk. You could bring this into many different areas of, the, of, the, of walking in the flesh. But let's bring it into the love walk. When somebody doesn't treat you right, your mind, back your flesh wants to fill your mind with thoughts. Am yep, I yep, yep. making any sense? And it wants to dominate you. Your flesh wants to fill your mind with thoughts to dominate you so that your flesh will dominate you. Right? And it'll talk to you. Your flesh will talk to you. Yeah. 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 Sure Amen? It uh, sometimes it doesn't talk, sometimes it screams.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> true. Seriously? Yeah, that's it's, yeah. It's like I don't have to I I don't have to take this. I <laughs> don't <laughs> Some of you are really quiet tonight. <laughs> they that are after the flesh, they mind the things of the flesh. Your mind, your flesh wants to fill your mind with all sorts of thoughts. Yeah. Some thoughts aren't even from the devil. Some are just from the flesh. It's called being carnally minded. And so it'll fill your, your thoughts with what the flesh is saying to you. The flesh is saying to you, get even. Or they talked about you, you talk about them. Right? If somebody treats you wrong, right? Anybody ever had you treat, anybody had, anybody treat you wrong? Right. You have feelings about that. Your flesh feels certain ways. Praise the Lord. And so what it's talking to you and telling you is the mind of the flesh. Does that make any sense? It's trying to fill your flesh with thoughts. And so what he's saying here is don't let what it's telling you hold your attention. Or fill your mind. Hold your attention... On what he says here, uh, the things of the Spirit. Yes. Qu- praise the Lord. Hold your attention on the things of the Spirit. Everybody still glad you came tonight? Yes. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm just digging this out. Yes, digging the service out, because some of you didn't bring the service in, so I'm bringing the service tonight. The mind wants to fill your, excuse me, the flesh wants to fill your mind with the things of the flesh. Feelings and, you know, irritations and unforgiveness and thoughts of getting even and how I'm going to do them bad like they did me bad. Or they talked about me, I'm going to talk about them. But he's saying here, rather than let that fill your attention, hold your attention on the love of God. Because that's something of the Spirit. Do you know when you and I are walking in love, we're walking in the Spirit? Three people over here know that. Anybody over here? When you and I are walking in love, we're walking in the Spirit. In the Spirit means out of... We've defined this many times. There's several ways to define it. But in the Spirit means out of our spirit by the leading and direction of the Holy Spirit. Well, out of our spirit would be out of this divine nature of love because that's who we now are. Well, that's not the way I am, When I grew up in a home, just just we just t- said it like it was. You know, we were we, we're Irish. We just we just <laughs> that's not the real you. The, that's that's the, the natural man. The real you was born again and has the divine love shed abroad on the inside. Don't sell yourself short like that yeah. by talking about your heritage. Amen. Amen. So that, that, this divine love is who we really are. Yeah. And when we say walk in the spirit, because he mentions there walking in the spirit, that means out of our spirit, in other words, not out of our flesh, uh-huh. not, we're walking out of our spirit by the leadings of the Holy Spirit. Now, somebody said, what about the leadings of the Holy Spirit when it comes to love? Well, have you ever heard Paul, ever read there in 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse number 14, Paul said, the love of Christ constraineth us. Yeah. And you ever heard in Romans 5, 5, the love of God shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost? Yeah. The Holy Ghost is the one that deposited yeah. that, that, that recreated our born-again human spirit. And he deposited the nature of God in there. And he's in there. Right. The love of Christ is constraining us. Yeah. He's in there. Sometimes we're getting ready to say something and we'll feel that, oh, wow. the, we, I call yeah. it, the reins yeah. being pulled back yeah. on our tongue. Yeah. 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 Don't say that. Don't say that. That's, right. yeah. that's the, love of, that's the love of God. the love of God saying, whoa. Whoa, horsey! Whoa! You know that's gonna cause problems. Just, just, just zip it, zip it.
1: Exactly. Yeah. 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 Come on.
0: Amen. I know. I don't remember who it was. One of the one of the ministers in years gone by. One of the generals in the body of Christ said something to this effect: that Samson killed three hundred men with a jawbone of an ass, and many people today have killed just as many with their with their own jawbone. <laughs> They kill relationships, yep,
1: yep, yep, yep. kill
0: deals, kill good yep, relationships. Yep, yep. Well, praise the Lord. Some of you got that. The others will think about it. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, one of the greatest areas to watch over when it comes to the love walk is our tongue. What we say. If you can control this, the Bible said you can control your whole body. Yes, amen. Amen. So just go after this one right here. Well, if I get ready to say that and think, well, I can't say that. That's, that's not the love of God. And then I can't think of anything to say. What am I going to say? Well, then just don't say anything at all. Exactly. You sin less being quiet than you ever will z- right. open it up and letting it fly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, true. All right. So the love of Christ constraineth us. So um, minding the things of the flesh is we just described that. But minding the things of the spirit it means holding our attention on the things of the spirit, holding our attention on the nature of the recreated born-again human yes. spirit, yes. as well, okay, holding our attention on the divine kind of love. Yes. Yes. Amen. Now, what that means is meditate in this kind of love. Meditate in the love of God. <clears throat> the love of God is in our spirits, yeah. but we have to connect to it. Yeah. Um the flesh wants to dominate us and keep that keep, the, the flesh wants to dominate the inward man to where that's what we're connected to all the time. Yeah. And it wants to fill our mind, we just saw with our with thoughts of the flesh, feelings of the flesh. Yeah. Most people, most Christians, most Christians, live more in the flesh than they realize. because yeah. yeah. they're always thinking about the feelings and fleshly fleshly hurts and they did this to me, and they did that to me. I, you know, whenever, I don't think it was Isaac, the Bible talks about when Isaac was weaned, that Abraham had a great big feast for him. I think we ought to have a party when people grow up and stop thinking of themselves and their flesh. See, woo, brother Bubba over here, he grew up. He no longer, he no longer talking about how he feels all the time. He's talking about the love of God abroad broaden his heart. We need to have a party, party. put some party hats on, yes. blow whistles, and go, he's growing up. He's growing up.
1: <laughs> Come on, yes. and that's right. Come on. <laughs>
0: that's right. <laughs> you, you came different tonight. I don't know if I'm quite happy with anyway. So we'll just keep on preaching. So your attention, my attention should be on the love of God. Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes. That, that love that's on the inside of us. And let's put it this way. You can also hold your attention on Jesus on the cross because that was love. Now, go over, to, go over to Numbers 21. Numbers 21 and verse 9 is a passage that's, that's blessed me many, many ways over the years in many different directions. But this is whenever the Israelites had complained and they, they, the serpents came in and started biting them. God didn't send them. The Bible said that God had been protecting them the whole time they were out there, but they broke down the hedge. So, um, you know, that's a whole sermon right there, but uh, we can get out of love and break down the hedge. Yeah. Yes, sir. It's not God that sent anything right. to us. Yeah. You know, like that verse says, we're lo- uh, envying and confusion as there's, uh, con- uh, what does he say there? Envying and strife as there's confusion in every evil work. God didn't send those evil works. It's just that the, the strife, which is the envying and strife and confusion, that broke down the hedge. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, we're kept people. We're kept from so many things. So much that the devil wants to do, he's not able to do because there's a hedge around it. But boy, don't touch that hedge because he'll come in. He'll take an opportunity if he gets it. And uh, getting out of love is his opportunity because it's, it's breaking the New Testament commandment. So uh, we, we see here in Numbers 21, 9 that these snakes got in and they cried unto God and, and talked to Moses and God talked to Moses, I mean, excuse me, Moses talked to God and God then said to Moses, m- verse 9, Numbers 21, 9, make a serpent of brass, put it upon a pole and it come to pa- that, and it came to pass that if a serpent has bitten any man, when he beheld the serpent of brass, he lived. Now, the Amplified says, with a, when he beheld with a steadfast and absorbing gaze. He, he, he steadfastly a, with uh, absorbing the meaning of this. Yes. See, that's what absorbing means. Absorbing the meaning of this. Well, somebody said, what is the meaning of that? Well, Jesus said in John chapter number 3, verses 14 and 15, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up to whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but had everlasting life are you with me tonight yes. so that that serpent on the pole represented Jesus yes. on the cross now that yes. that blows a lot of people's minds because yeah. like yeah. why would a snake be represent right. Jesus right. because Jesus took the snake represents the curse yes. yeah. and Jesus took the curse yeah. do you know today even in the medical field like the, you could yeah. see the back of an ambulance going by or something yeah. they have that that's yeah. that symbol on the yeah. back it's that yeah. serpent on the pole yeah. Yeah. with what they're trying to say is there's healing. Yeah on what Jesus took on the cross, there's healing in that for yes. us. Yes. That's what the Bible say. They just ought to believe what they put on the back of the ambulance. We believe what's on the back of that ambulance. <laughs> there's healing in looking to Jesus on the cross. Jesus didn't just take our sin. He took our sicknesses. But do you know there's so much more to this? There's salvation because Jesus said here in John cha- chapter number three, Jesus said, whosoever look, b- believes on him should not perish but have everlasting life. That's getting born again. There's new birth. There's the new birth in looking at Jesus on the cross. Yes. Yes. Number two, he's, he's telling us obviously because of what they received in the Old Testament when they looked at the serpent on the pole, they, they received healing from the venom that, was, that the snakes had bitten them and, and gotten into their bloodstream. That venom was causing them to die. There was he- physical healing. Not just spiritual healing. Physical healing in them looking at Jesus on the pole. That tells us there's healing in Cal- on Calvary. There's healing in the redemptive work of Christ. It's not just for remission of sin. It's physical healing for our bodies. And people don't, don't agree with that. But that's too, too bad. Jesus already said it. So... Uh, but then third of all, here's something that, that the Lord showed me about this years ago. Third of all, because number one, we said there's salvation in looking at Jesus on the cross. There's, there's healing in looking at Jesus on the cross. But also, this is something the Lord said. This is the way the Lord said it to me. He said, if someone doesn't treat you right, and your fleshly feelings, which is the nature of the fallen nature, the, the divine nature is in our spirit. But if our fleshly feelings... Or wanting to, you know, lash out or hold unforgiveness or something like that. He's telling us that Jesus on the cross was an example of divine love on display. Amen. So when Jesus was, uh, when they gazed on the pole and got healed, you can gaze on a, you can gaze at perfect love on the cross and when a when a serpent has bitten one of your relationships, you've got a relationship that the serpent is biting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? He's trying to get into that relationship. You can look at perfect love. And that's, that's what Jesus was demonstrating on the love. Because how many of you know there in John chapter number 3? I'm trying to teach this out and I'm going too fast. But John 3, 14, 15 talks about Jesus being the, the, the fulfillment of the serpent on the pole. That whosoever looks and believes shall have eternal life. And then he said, for God so loved the world. That's John 3, 16, which we know. But 14 and 15 comes 4, 16. That's revelation there, right? Just get that. That comes 4, 16. 14 and 15 is uh, the deliverance. From Jesus on the cross. But then 16 says, Jesus on the cross was God's love. For God so loved the world. A little different flow tonight, but we're getting this. God so loved the world. That was love on the pole. So when a serpent has bitten one of your relationships, gaze and hold a steadfast gaze on divine love and receive the strength you need to be able to walk in love. Do you get that? Yes. Because you keep looking at God loved me when I was unlovely. Yes. He loved me when I was unlovely. Yes. That's what you're looking at when yes. you're looking at the cross.
1: Yes. Yes. Come on,
0: Praise on, the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So when you gaze on Jesus on the pole, that really holds you up out of the fleshly nature of unforgiveness you know what I'm talking yeah. about. And enables you to walk above that fleshly nature and walk out of your spiritual nature. Yeah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yes. Praise the Lord. What you, you, you okay, let's, let's bring this into it. Matthew 14, Jesus walking on the water. They see him. The disciples are out there in a the boat, you remember. And they see him walking on the water. And they cried out for fear. They thought he was a ghost. And Jesus said, no, it's I. Don't be afraid. It's, it's me. And then Jesus, uh, or Peter said to Jesus, if it's you, bid me come to thee on the water. Yes. Right? And Jesus said, come. Right? So Peter gets out of the boat. He's, he's walking on the water to go to Jesus. He sees the, wa- the waves, uh, wind boisterous and so forth. And he began to let fear in and he began to sink. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But as long as he was gazing on Jesus, yeah. Yeah. he was connected to the power yes. to hold him up.
1: Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs>
0: As long as he had his eyes on Jesus, he was connected to the power that held him up. Somebody said he walked on water. Water can't hold up anybody. He wasn't walking on water. He's the power of God's what's holding him up. We know he walked on water, but yeah. but it was not was not the water holding him up. Is what I'm yeah. trying to say. Yeah. No. It was the power of God holding him up, and it's obvious that that power that he was staying connected to that power by holding his attention on Jesus. Yeah. When he got his attention on the wind and the waves, he started sink into, yeah. sinking into sinking yeah. into what he had once walked on top of. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing true with the fleshly nature of the, of unforgiveness. Yeah. You're going to sink into the fleshly nature of unforgiveness if your attention is on something else than the divine love that loved you when you were unlovely. So hold your attention. That's what he means back here in Romans chapter number 8 when he said to be carnally minded is death. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. In other words, spiritually minded keeps you connected to the power to walk above the fleshly nature. When somebody when somebody treats you wrong, the fleshly, it's so easy to sink into the fleshly nature. And tit for tat, you know, evil for evil. Remember the Bible says don't return good, I mean uh, do return good for evil, don't return, return evil for evil. Right? That is so easy to sink into. If your attention is on how your flesh feels. Somebody say amen tonight. But you also have the ability to walk supernaturally above all that fleshly stuff and not sink into it. And I'm telling you, you know as well as I do, as soon as you start sinking, it gets worse and worse. And you yield a little bit to the fleshly nature of unforgiveness. And before you know it, it's blowing up the whole house. Blows up your faith. Blows up your fellowship with God. You can't even even fellowship with God anymore because you're walking in darkness and he's light. (laughs) 1 John 2, 9 and 10 talks about that. (laughs) Yeah, that's so good. That's so so everything's—you're just blowing up your whole life, yeah—and yeah. sinking into sinking further and further as you yeah. as you yield to that nature. Hallelujah! We're learning. Praise I said we're learning. We're, we're learning. learning not to do that. Yes. So s- gaze on uh, with a steadfast, the amplified says with a steadfast. Let me find it here. Uh, he, he, he attentively and expectantly gaze with a steadfast and absorbing gaze. That's how you live. That's how they live, and that's how your, your uh, love walk will keep living. You got to hold your attention on the fact he loved me when I was unlovely. And so I'm going to walk the same way. Somebody said, I can't do that. You sure can. You've got that nature on the inside of you. You, you can hold your attention on the nature of divine love. That, nature, that That's not just displayed on the cross. That's actually now in you. Hold your attention on the verses that say the love of God is shed abroad in my heart. I am a love child of a love God. I have received the divine nature. Sunday we talked about Second Timothy, Second Peter, uh, what is it, 1, 4. The divine nature. We've, yeah. We're now partakers of the divine nature. Yes. 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 Amen. amen. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. Whenever you uh, respond in the flesh, that's not the real you. Don't let the devil say, you know, well, you're just a failure. or you're, you, you just don't have that kind of love. No, you do have that kind of love. Amen. You just weren't acting on who you really are. That's right. Well, praise the Lord. <clears throat> yes. So when you're being tempted to hold unforgiveness against someone because of their faults, by gazing on Jesus, perfect love, you could say, Perfect love, looking at perfect love, you're taking, uh, gazing at Jesus, taking your sin on the cross, you're kept from sinking into that fleshly nature of unforgiveness. The power of God will hold you up. Praise the Lord. But how do you gaze on perfect love? Um, You gaze on the word about divine love. Acts 19, 20 says, so mightily grew the word and prevailed. This message of the divine love of God has to be something you meditate in so that it can grow and begin to prevail over all that fleshly appetite of getting even. And listen, you get to the place where it's not okay or it's not enough, put it that way, but it's not enough just to not get even. You, ha- you get to the place where you judge yourself even when the thought comes to your mind. You can get out of love in your thought life and never act on it. And you're still not walking in love. The Lord dealt with me about that a while ago. I mean, a couple weeks ago, I mean. That's an interesting thought. You can sit there and think bad thoughts about somebody and think, well, I'm not acting on it. So, no, that's, that's not walking in love either. Exactly. Guards your thoughts, guards your mind. You know how things get in; they get in because you're thinking on it. Yes. Praise the Lord. I'm filled. Tell, tell your neighbor I have, the nature, I have the divine nature, and I'm walking in the divine kind of love. So here in uh, uh, Acts 19:20, so mightily grew the word of God and prevailed. The word is a prevailing thing. Did you get that? The word is a prevailing thing. Any area you're struggling in the Word will give you what it takes to prevail in that. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But it has to grow in you. Notice, so mightily grew the Word. The Word has to grow in you before it can prevail over that fleshly nature of unforgiveness. Praise the Lord. It grows as you meditate in it. You actually seldom truly see spiritual truths until you take the time to meditate in it. Amen. That's right. yeah. Brother Hagin made this statement. He said, meditation is the reverent attitude that the Holy Ghost uses to uh, enable us to grasp the meaning of God's revelation. You've got to be reverent towards the word and meditation is that reverence. Does that make any sense? Most Christians don't much think about the word unless they're in church. Now, I don't know about I don't know about you. I'm not you. Got to decide about that. But I'm talking about you. Just take a, a cross section, slice across the body of Christ, and most people don't think much about the word unless they're in church. That's not fulfilling the the divine mandate to meditate in the word day and night. It doesn't grow through. Uh, just keeping it on your coffee table, it grows in you as you meditate in it. Yes. You ever heard the term get in the Word and the Word will get in you? Yes. Meditation is called watering in the Bible. Yes. Paul, I have planted Apollos water. Yes. Apollos came and went over the same things that Paul had already taught. Yes. That's what meditation is taking what is being taught at church and going over it, and going over it, and meditating. And the Holy Ghost will tailor it just for your need at the time. Amen. And so learn to do that. Meditate on divine truth. That'll give God the opportunity to open it up to you. Think about it. Praise the Lord. Uh, Fellowship with God over his own word. And so um, praise God. You getting this tonight? You can walk in divine love because you have this divine nature. Now, um, let me wrap this up. If you're, str- if you're struggling to walk in love, you're really not struggling to walk in love. You're struggling against the fleshly nature. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> your, st- your attention is more on your fleshly feelings than it is on this divine kind of love. I'm glad I came to church tonight. I don't know about you. And so um, when your attention is on, what your attention is on is a major determining factor as to whether you're going to walk in the spirit or walk in the flesh. That's exactly what Romans 8, 5 and 6 is saying. They that are after the flesh, they mind the things of the flesh. Don't look at me like this doesn't affect you. This, 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 doesn't, this doesn't apply to you. I, I know it applies. It applies to all of us. And look at the wonderful opportunity coming up over Christmas. We're going to have to walk in love with people we just don't usually hang around with. You're going to love that pastor preached on this on Wednesday night. <laughs> Yes, Uncle Uncle uh, Bubba's going to be there, and he's going to be acting the way he always acts. <laughs> well, just take the opportunity to exercise this divine love. I, when I, I could get into details about this. I won't, but when I went, went to Ramah, there were certain people that really persecuted me back home. They thought I went off the deep end. And, you know, they, they, they said some things. Yep. To my face, said some things. Words were spoken. Yep. And the, rather than act the way I used to, I started to, see, I had gone to school and started to grow some spiritually. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't grow as much as I have now, but I'm not grown now as much as I'm going to be next year, you know. Yeah. I'm, grow, I'm still growing. Yes, right. but, but I had finally gotten a hold of this, this, the fact that I have this nature of divine love. And so there they are saying these things right in my presence. <clears throat> and they weren't saying, God bless you. <laughs> Uh, but, but whenever they said it, this divine love, I just wretched down on the inside and I just drew up that divine love. And the compassion of God yeah. came out of me, almost burst into tears. I had to keep myself bursting into tears because they're, they're, they're in such bondage, yes. right. such traditions and such yeah. blindness. Yeah. Yeah. And I, my, my heart went out to them and the love of God came on me for them. Yes. Yes. And, I just, and I just returned good for it. Yeah. And it neutralized the whole thing. And it began to open their hearts to maybe he's not strange after all. And it went from that to them asking me to teach them what, they, what I had been learning. And calling me for prayer when they got in trouble. Because they watched and they realized there's something to this. There's, there's something to this. This is not weirdness. This is actually reality, or something. I mean, this is this is this is this is this is spirituality right here. Y'all still with me tonight? So uh, I don't know where I, I don't know why I said that, but it'll help you. There's a divine love down. These people are hurting. They they, they say fun, f- funny things or mean things, trying to be funny. They're, they're they're trying to be funny, but they they're trying to be mean at the same time. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, and <clears throat> these people are hurting. They're, they're, they're in darkness. They're in blindness. Don't curse the darkness. Just shine the light. Just shine the love of God. The love of God is the light. That's in 1 John 2, 9 and 10. Praise the Lord. Glad I came tonight. So if you're struggling to walk in love, you're not struggling really to walk in love as much as you're struggling against the fleshly nature for dominating you and your attention on the fleshly nature. <clears throat> Amen. People say I'm just short-tempered. Uh, no, your attention's on the flesh. Yeah. Yeah. That's not you. The real you is the yeah. you, the, the real you is patient yeah. and kind. Yeah. Well, I have a short fuse. No, your flat your attention's on the feelings of your flesh. Yeah. People that just fly off the handle and say things. Listen, again, I've been I've been addressing myself on some of this. Not where I used so to be, but I'm not where I want to be yet. No, right. 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 There's right. things I noticed about. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. you didn't have to say that. Shut up. Get it, yeah. Get, yeah. Get, yeah. 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 Stick a sock in yeah. it. Yeah. Exactly. Come on. Yes,
1: sir. That's good. Yes, sir. Come on, preacher, Pastor. That's not
0: edifying. It didn't build them up. Yeah. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise so, uh, the Lord. Uh, but uh, that's, that's not just, you know, that's the way my family is. We just say things. This is not a family thing as much as it's a divine thing. Exactly. This is a divine nature of love, and uh, don't don't hold your attention on that so much. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You have passed from death unto life because you love the brethren. And listen to Galatians six, and we'll wrap this up. Galatians six fifteen through sixteen. This is the Amplified Classic. Galatians 6, 15 through 16, the Amplified Classic. Neither is circumcision now of any importance nor uncircumcision. He's talking about the Old Testament law, you know. But only a new creation, <clears throat> the result of a new birth and a new nature in Christ Jesus, the Messiah. In other words, neither is circumcision of any importance, but the new nature is what's important. Yes. That's what we got in the new birth, the new nature. That's verse 15. Now verse 16. He said, uh, peace and mercy be upon all who walk by this rule. Who discipline themselves and regulate their lives by this principle. even uh, Even upon the true Israel of God. Now what's he talking about? This rule and this principle of the new nature. You see what he said there? The new creation. Or... Uh, the the, 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 uh, from verse 15 the new birth so he's saying regulate yourself govern your actions not by some external laws but by the internal nature your nature has changed which includes the divine kind of love govern your actions your words by that new nature some of you looking at me funny tonight i like do I have an orange spike of hair on top of my head? What's what is it? Some, oh, y'all looking at me? You getting right? You getting this right? At least some of you laughed at that something. So govern your lives, govern your actions, govern your words by that new nature. Yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's really
0: good. <clears throat> well, then that means your attention is going to have to be on that new nature. You know you seldom yield to what you're not t- attention yes. you're not paying attention yeah, right. to yeah. if you're paying attention to the flesh you're going to yeah. yield to the flesh right Pay attention to the word of God that says I'm a new nat- creation yeah. with a new nature and and I'm born of God God is love the, yeah. those things are just always and and I'm to govern my life by that and I, and I don't have to you know this isn't a struggle for me because my attention's on this yeah. okay. you keep that before you and somebody whatever doesn't treat you right or whatever or, and uh, before you know it, you're, you're just flowing in compassion toward them. Yes. Amen. Yes. Your love walk is really the MRI of what your attention is on. Yes. Amen. Yes. <laughs> it's just showing up. How you walk in love is showing up what your attention is. Your attention's on your flesh, your feelings, and so forth. Then that's going to show up in the way you act. Uh-huh. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Your love walk really shows, really, to be honest with you, it reveals how spiritual you are. How spiritual you are is not determined by how much you speak in tongues, how many prophecies you give in church, or in the parking lot. (laughs) 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 Right? I'm spiritual. I have a word for people. No, if you're spiritual, walk in love. That separates the men from the boys and the girls from the women. Hallelujah. If you can zip the lip and return good for evil when somebody's just railing at you, you really are a humdinger. Hallelujah. Say, that's what I'm, I'm reaching for. Tell your neighbor, I'm reaching to be a humdinger. But if you're walking in the feelings of your flesh and your irritations of the... Anybody ever notice your flesh gets irritated? Well, don't get any older because the older you get, the more your flesh is going to get irritated. (laughs) The older you get, the more stupidity you notice. (laughs) It's true. It's true. That's why people get older and they get grumpy. You don't have to get old and grumpy. You can get old and stay happy. Praise the Lord. That's worth the whole service right there. <laughs> yeah, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Well, hallelujah. hallelujah. Taking thoughts from the Word is taking thoughts from this divine love nature because that's what the Word says we have. We have this divine nature. Amen? Amen. This really, uh, you can stand up t- tonight. I think we'll wrap this up with this. Um, Arriving at this place of being spiritually minded is something that should be considered success by all of us. Success is not just how much money you make, amen, but how spiritually minded we are. Oh, praise the Lord. That's real success. Because walking in the Spirit is considered success by the New Testament. And a big part of walking in the Spirit is by attending to the things of the Spirit. Including the nature of love in us. See, don't get woo-woo with, oh, in the Spirit means (laughs) woo-woo. In the Spirit means you just don't return evil when somebody's railing at you or whatever. That's really in the Spirit. Praise the Lord. So consider this. See, you've got to define success right. What is real success? It's being spiritually minded. It's walking in the Spirit. It's walking in the fruit of the Spirit. And let me just say something. The fruit of the Spirit can grow. Remember, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, alongside Galatians 5, love, joy, peace. That, that's, that, that's called fruit because fruit can grow. I mean, when you first got born again, there's just this little bud of love on the end of, the, on, on your vine, on your branch. We could barely see it. Right? But, boy, you keep feeding that. It'll start growing. It'll start growing. It'll start growing. growing. And that's the thing about divine love. This can grow. Don't get discouraged if you're not where you want to be because you can grow. Remember Paul said, your faith groweth exceedingly, and the love of every one of you aboundeth. You can become abounding in love. Woo! Other people get around you, and they can pick the fruit of love. You don't got just one little bud. You don't have just one little fruit. You got fruit, 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 fruit. Hallelujah. And the thing about this fruit is it's not seasonal fruit. When, when, when people are loving me, I got all kinds of fruit. But when they're, lo- they're not loving me, I ain't got no fruit today. <laughs> it's, it's all the time fruit. Hallelujah. That, now, now that was worth that right there. Just <laughs> Hallelujah. You've been taken out of the kingdom of darkness where where hate dominates people and unforgiveness and getting even and all that. That's darkness. All that's darkness. Don't walk in darkness. Walk in walk in light. Walk in the love of God. And do it this Christmas. Praise the Lord. Just, just, just People all around you walking in darkness and being offended and hurt, and this, this aunt, aunt, aunt Sue, she doesn't get along with Bubba, and you know, just and Billy Bob, he doesn't like Sally Mae, and you know. You just walk in the light. Yes, yes, yes. And let me say this, and stay healthy over the holidays. Yes, amen. Stay healthy over the holidays. Praise the Lord.